0: coach jake and welcome to the be relentless podcast now we are fresh out of a crazy weekend which was the mayhem pros wrestling show mayhem in the marsh which was the first show ran by myself along with the guys and other coaches here at relentless school of pro wrestling uh it was actually mayhem's pros third show but our first show all together as a team and it ran smoothly it was a great show, sold out crowd, everything went as as good as it could could have been. Of course, there's a few things that we'll do a bit different next time, but all around it was a great show, and it was amazing to be able to give a platform for for some of the students of a relentless school of pro wrestling to 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 get out and work on their craft and work in front of a live crowd, and they all just blew it out of the park. It was so impressive how how well they done for their first show, and you know just it. You just gotta uh, remember these guys have been wrestling only since you know November, like not even a year. These guys have been wrestling, and uh, and it it was just incredible. Like just the, the standard um, that we're setting here at Relentless School of Pro Wrestling is is what we want, and that's that's exactly what we want to raise in in Australian wrestling is is the overall standard. So we um, I think we definitely showed that uh, with our guys from Relentless School of Pro Wrestling. All-round great show. We're going to do another podcast um, going into detail about the show, maybe get a few of the students on, but wanted to get that out of the way. It was such a good show. Crazy, crazy weekend. I think uh, we're all up, you know, myself and uh, our other coaches, Josh, JXT, and Phil, obviously wrestles under Fox, you know, I we were up for like an easy 24 hours, just, uh, just getting stuff done. But we had a lot, a lot of help, which was good. A lot of friends, family supported us. Um, other students of Relentless School of Pro Wrestling that weren't went on the show, helping out. So we we're we were super happy, super lucky, and happy with with how it went overall. Now, what I want to get to today is, because I've had quite a few questions, and I wanted to get this out before the show, but it's just it's just crazy leading up to it, all the stuff if we have to organize and get stuff ready, so I just didn't, didn't uh, I actually recorded half this podcast uh, and didn't have time to do the rest, and a lot of it was the intro leading up to the show, so I was like, you know what, let's just re, the show's done, let's just redo the podcast, and we'll get after it, so I've had a lot of questions coming in over the last few weeks uh, with, with clients and, um, you know, just, just online on social media. So I do, do post a lot of uh, videos of people doing pull-ups and chin-ups, which is, you know, an impressive thing, especially for females to be able to, you know, get to their first pull-up is, is a big thing. So I like making make it a big deal out of that because it takes a lot of work. So a lot of the questions is, you know, how do I do a chin-up or how can I get more reps if I can only do one to three ups. I had all these questions coming in. So I just want to talk about building your way to a perfect chin-up um, or a way to make them harder and progressively overloading to be able to do more chin-ups. Then we can get into a bit of mindset. Um, but first, let's get straight into the, the, the chin-up talk. So the act of like grabbing an overhead bar and pulling yourself up until your chin clears a bar, It's it's quite a difficult task for a lot of people especially if you know, haven't been training long. You know, in fact, some some people, you know, they, they will consider it impossible to be able to do a chin-up. But with some proper training and a few key elements in place, uh, performing a chin-up is actually a, a possibility. I've had many clients be like, oh, I'll never be able to do a chin-up and, you know, proper training and we get the the, the things in line and then they're able to do pull-ups. Um, Yeah, it's it's... And that, that first pull up, there's nothing better than that first pull up. If you've never done a pull up and you've gone to that first one, that is that that is the best the best feeling for them. You know, it's it's such a greater feeling to, you know, be able to do one pull up and then go to five. Like, yes, it's good, but that just getting that first one is, is where it's at. <laughs> so I actually had a conversation with one of my pro wrestler athletes. A question popped up that I get asked all the time and you've probably thought of it yourself, um, when something like, Jake, I'm 120 kilos, and I strength train four to five times a week, I can bench press and squat one and a half times my body weight, and deadlift close to three times my body weight, uh, so, th- th- you know, this this dude is pretty strong, no doubt, but his, but his chin-ups suck, so like, I can't even do three reps, why? So, I want to explain that. Why you can be strong, but you know you see a lot of powerlifters and strong men and people that can move a lot of weight, but they can't do chin ups and relative strength exercises where it's just it's just involving their body weight. So yes, there's no question that that wrestler is very very strong and can bench press and deadlift and squat you know an impressive amount of weight. So he should be strong enough for a chin up, correct? Well. No, because they're different types of strength. So, <laughs> his strength refers to what's called absolute strength. So, absolute strength is the maximum amount of force exerted uh, regardless of muscle or body size. So, chin ups refer to a different type of strength, which is a relative strength. So, relative strength is the amount of strength to body size. Or how strong or how strong someone is compared to their to their size to their size and body weight. So, greater amounts of absolute strength favour those with a higher body weight in general. So, um, yeah, you know, the more the more weight you have, generally, the more sort of mass you can you can move. So, relative strength. Also uh, reflects a person's ability to control and move their body through space, which is why we don't see the world's strongest men or elite powerlifters winning any races against Usain Bolt. So this is a case for the pro wrestler. His body weight was high, but his body fat percentage was also high. But he has large, you know, his strength is absolute. Does play a, a vital role in this. You know, his his you know he's got a high body weight high mass, so he's able to loo- move uh, greater amounts of force, so he can move a lot of weight. And you know, absolute strength does play a role in, in getting this, be, being able to do chin-ups, we'll talk about that in a minute, but um, one of the key variables for being able to do chin-ups or relative strength exercises is body composition. So the leaner you are, the stronger you'll be in relation to your body weight okay you do have to have some some sort of strength there I'll talk about that in a minute but usually the leaner you are the stronger you'll be in relation to your body weight so this is always you know amazes some people want to have a, a skinny 16 year old high school kid come in and you know, he's never touched a weight in his life he can't even bench press an empty barbell for one rep but he jumps on the chin-up bar and he can smash out like you know five to ten perfect chin-ups So, he's strong in relation to his body weight, usually because he's he's quite lean. But, you know, if you have someone coming in and they've got a lot of weight, got a lot of body fat, it's it's a lot harder. They might be able to move more weight in terms of absolute strength. But when it comes to their body weight, it is a lot harder for them because they are a lot heavier. So that is the first key variable is body composition so if you think you know you're pretty strong but you can't really do pull-ups or you might be able to get one and you want to increase that so look at your body fat levels and you can you decrease your body fat levels a bit where um which you know geez we all can but um generally uh, working with a lot of my clients that will be the first step is decreasing body fat um and that will get you at least in the right direction of performing chin-ups and pull-ups so on the other end of that uh, we can talk you know, about the 16 year old high school kid or just anyone who hasn't really trained before increasing their absolute strength so increasing someone's absolute strength can help improve their relative strength so taking that 16 year old again getting him getting him stronger and in an absolute sense, will quickly get those chin-ups, you know, from five to ten to fifteen to twenty, uh, just because they're stronger all around. Their grip's better, more muscle mass, and they're able to do it. But they're still quite lean, so they—they, they, it's not like they're getting getting strong, but also chucking on a bunch a bunch of weight. If they can still stay quite lean, then of course they're. Uh, their, sh- their strength, their performance is, is, is going to go up, and that that's usually the second step there. So I'll always look at their body composition first, uh, then absolute strength. So just making sure are they actually strong enough to do pull ups. Uh, they're the main two, but we can also go into <laughs> another important factor would be programming. So you need to program specific regressions if you cannot perform a chin up. So what you can do maybe one or 5 chin-ups specific regressions are needed for overload as well so where I usually start someone if they if they cannot do any chin-ups or pull-ups now it's it's can be different for every every person but generally with most clients it would be we have the body composition in check or in the right direction as well as the absolute strength it's in check or in the right direction so we can start working on these regressions we don't have to go straight to pull-ups and keep working on you know reducing body fat or increasing absolute strength to to get to that one there's certain regressions we can do to be more specific training for the chin-up so regressions i like to do is like a, a dead hang from the bar so just Hanging from the bar with your arms fully extended overhead, one that's gonna do wonders for your grip strength, which is so important for doing chin-ups. Um, I'd also do holding either isometrics or eccentrics, but I'd normally start someone with eccentrics first, uh, even though you know, a dead hang can be you know, class as an isometric. Dead hangs, eccentric only reps is a huge one, so. If we think, if you're hanging from a bar, okay, and you pull yourself up and your chin's over the bar, that is classed as a concentric action, okay, where the muscles are shortening. Okay, that's a concentric action. If we were to hold our chin over the bar, or, you know, hold that dead hang at the start, where the, the muscles are under tension but we're not moving, that is called an isometric contraction. So when we lower ourselves down, and that muscle's lengthening under tension, that is called the eccentric contraction. So we are a lot stronger eccentrically than we are concentrically. So I like to start people with eccentric-only reps. So I'll chuck a box right near the near the bar where they can stand up. Um, you know, they'll have, normally, you know, this is another thing as well, is, is grip, but you know, they'll, they'll grip the bar, we'll talk about that in a minute, at the bar, they'll step off so their chin's over the bar, so that's their starting position. Rather than being at the bottom with their arms extended and just trying to pull themselves up, they're going to start in that top position with their chin already over the bar. They'll step off that box and just slowly lower themselves down. I I normally do, you know, sets of like as slow as you can or sets of, of, you know, six seconds and we'll do multiple reps within a set, Um, but it's sort of different for everyone in, in what we do. Now... I like to get s- someone to where they can lower themselves down for about thirty seconds before we'll progress from that. And within that, we can look: are there any sticking points? If they really struggle where their arms, you know, like when they're down halfway and their arms like are at ninety degrees, they really struggle, and that's sort of where they that that's a weak point. Then we can move to like uh, isometric holds within the eccentric rep, so you can lower yourselves down, get to that get to that halfway. Point where your arms are at, your yeah, elbows, you know, at ninety degrees, and we can hold for three to five seconds, and then finish the rep off. So certain we can add isometrics within the rep itself as well, uh, just working with different sticking points. So they're they're the huge ones, isometrics and eccentrics before we move to the actual, you know, pulling pulling yourself up with your chin over the bar. I like to go to when they're strong enough with that. We'll normally progress to assisted chin-ups where we can attach a band to the rack. So, you know, this just makes themselves a little bit lighter. They have assistance from the band to be able to do the chin-ups where they're not using their full body weight. And also like to do other relative strength exercises. Um, a big regression it will be like an inverted uh, inverted rows. So rather than pulling yourself vertical, up with your chin over the bar, they'll be laying horizontal and doing more of a row action. Okay, but you know if we if we use like I say a TRX system or you know some ring some rings or something, uh, that that's still going to be a relative strength exercise because they're still pulling pulling their body weight. And we can do the same sort of regressions there: the eccentrics, the isometric holds. Uh, we we have different ways of of creating assistance where you're not using your full body weight, but that's normally where i would start someone, until they can do, you know, one chin-up, and if they can do at least one chin-up, there are so many different ways to get from one to five, and then there's different ways again, to get from five to ten, it's different for everyone, but generally speaking, getting uh, just an overall increase in volume would be the first one. So if you can do one chin-up or you can do, you know, two or three chin-ups, but you can't sort of get to that next level and do five or ten, well, a good way to do is just getting in uh, overall volume. So there's many ways you can do this. You can just do it all at once. In, in the day that you're going to do chin-ups, you can do, you know, five sets of one rep or five sets of two reps or... You know, if you can do three reps, you might come in and you might do, all right, I'm going to do, you know, eight sets of three reps. But a good way I like to do it, especially if someone's at like a one rep, is getting a total number of reps in within the session. Now, this can be like every session or you do it twice a week or three times a week, doesn't matter. Getting more volume in. So, say if they're coming in for a lower body day, and, yeah, alright, they're on the sled, okay? So, they doing heavy sled pushes. They're going to do, you know, f- five sets of 10-meter heavy sled pushes. What we can do is, um, in between each set, so rather than resting, you know, for two, three minutes, they do the heavy sled push and they go over to the bar and they do one chin-up, okay? even if one's all they can do, they do one chin-up. And they'll do that each set. And you can program it so, alright, this workout, I'm going to get a total volume of 10 reps in. And that's a good way Good way to do it, or 12 reps, whatever the number is. Just getting a total volume of reps in is another way. Once you sort of get past that, um, so if you're, say, stuck at like 5 or 10 and you just want to get a little bit better, there's, there's different ways. So... Grip is a huge one. So chin-ups, generally uh, with a chin-up where palms facing towards you, so the supinated grip is a chin-up position. A pull-up is where you're in the pronated position with your hands facing away from you. Pull-ups are harder because you don't have the assistance of your biceps. But you also have things like neutral grips, uh, angle grips, but normally we would start someone with a chin-up grip. Opposed to a pull-up grip, because pull-up grip just uses a lot more of your lats, and you don't really have assistance from your biceps as much as you do doing the chin-up in the in a supinated grip. So grip is another big one you can you can add uh, to help progress to be able to do more chin-ups, eccentric focus reps. So for say if safe, you can do five reps, you might do. All right, we're going to do three reps, but each rep we're going to have a six-second eccentric. So each rep we're going to lower ourselves down for six seconds. And again, this is dependent on what what the client needs as well. So we might add the s- s- same person. Okay, they're going to do five reps. We might do three sets. Uh, sorry, three reps with an isometric hold. At a certain position at their sticking point, we might do three, yeah three reps of a, a five second isometric hold to help build that sticking point that they have. So that that's another way we can do it, and that's called positional isometrics. We can do things like uh, band resisted or weighted chin ups. So they can do five chin ups. We might do all right. We're gonna do eight sets of three weighted chin ups, or we can chuck a chain around their neck or you know a band or something. So, that, that's another way you can also, if they can do five chin-ups, we can say, all right, let's do, say, again, eight sets of three is usually a good one, eight sets of three pull-ups, okay, we'll be changing that hand position, changing the grip, making it harder. So, they're different ways of progressing, uh, but regressing and progressing the chin-up. Now, it's different for everyone, but that's just a general sense uh, of, of what you can do if you're stuck, whether you cannot do... Any chin ups at all, you might want to look at your body fat levels, look at your overall strength, your absolute strength. Or if you can get one, five chin ups, how can you make them better? You can do, you can work on different angles with a grip. You can work on eccentric only chip uh, reps, um, isometric reps, band assisted you know, all great things as well. If you can't get to a chin-up and you want to get to that first chin-up as well or if you you can do five, you want to get to more, we can look at the different progressions, eccentric focused reps, positional isometrics and adding adding weight uh, to your body weight to make it harder as well as changing uh, the, the grip that we're using. Also done things like rope chin-ups as well. If I have someone that can do like, you know, 20 20 pull-ups with with these we might do something a little bit harder where we just use a, a rope or put a towel around the the, the bar and they're just holding on to the towel which is awesome for your grip strength so there's there are many ways we can we can make it make it tougher but i hope that cleared things up a little bit and you know just explain the key variables in in being able to do it a chin-up because about a lot of people yeah, you know, saying, hey, I'm strong ass, but why can't I do any chin-ups, like, and this was myself for, for a very long time, I, I sucked, you know, I, just in the past, you know, wrestling, I've had a, had a lot of injuries, I I broke the radial head off my arm completely, snapped it off, um, elbow was a mess, fully dislocated, <laughs> what was the left of it, I uh, had surgery, I can never straighten my arm again, unless I go into surgery again and get it re- re-broken, but um, it doesn't affect me day to day. But there was a long, a long time I didn't do pull-ups. I couldn't. Do, it took a long time to get the strength back back into my arm and to be able to hang overhead. So, you know, a combination with that and putting on you know a bit of body fat as well, I got strong, got really really strong. But I sucked at pull-ups. I just couldn't do them. Um, and that was that was a thing for me. I was strong as, but I just had to get leaner, and I worked on getting leaner as well as building that strength up in that in that left arm. And yeah, now now it's one of my favorite things to do is pull ups with a few chains around my neck. It's it's um it's great. So it can be done. This stuff works. It's worked with a lot of clients. It's worked with myself. So there we go. Now one thing <laughs> it was a perfect perfect uh segue into this this next thing because. Yeah, you know, I don't know if you ever 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 done chin-ups or pull-ups. If you have, you know, it's it's a big mental game as well. Um, mindset. It's a huge thing, and on each podcast, I want to try and you know cover something technically. You know, everyone might be a diff- bit different and might talk about a bit of wrestling here and there, but I also want to want to cover some sort of some sort of lesson in mindset, or some sort of advice, or something that I've learned myself that I can share with you, so, th- what I want to talk about this week is simply get what you want, you want to do pull-ups, you want to do chin-ups, get what you want, our minds can get foggy, especially when we're tired, hungry, stressed, or just, just going through just going through some shit, you know, <laughs> well, I've had a bit of foggy mind the last last couple of days of this, this show, is you know, absolute chaos, late nights, preparing, all that sort of stuff. So, you can get, shit can fall apart when you get tired, hungry, or stressed out. But don't lose focus of your vision. You know, you, you always, you know, this can sound selfish in a way, you know, but you, you of course, you always want to s- serve others and be sure you get, just be sure you get what you want. Because that's important as well yeah we want to take care of everyone else, take care of our family and all of that, but you need to get what you want and I get what I want not in a spoilt brat way or or but in a way of, of realizing that we have one shot here this could end at any moment you know you, you need to know your worth as well like t- tomorrow's not promised you hear that, but do you really let that set like really set in like today's not promised. Today could end, you know, this could all end at any moment, anything could happen. And this is something I've only realized, you know, the last few years, i like we, this, this, this could all just go away very, very quickly. So you need to get what you want. Through hard work and discipline, I get what I want. And that's what it takes to get what you want. I've heard it all, you'll never be a pro wrestler, stop thinking that, you know, go do something normal. Or you can't make a real income being a a personal trainer or a coach. You need to be more realistic. Go get a real job. Well, you 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 don't have to run. How could you ever... You you don't run. How could you ever think of doing an ultra marathon? I've heard all the objections over and over, and people will put their negativity and their own insecurities on you. So you need to surround yourself with with positive, like-minded people okay, that, that's, that's going to help in this, okay, if you surround yourself with five negative people, you're going to be the sixth negative person for sure, okay, you need to surround yourself with positive, like-minded people, and what, what, what had never really changed for, for my mind, hearing all these objections, and you know, I've had times in my past, where I've been surrounded by the wrong people, but it's, Deep down, I've always realized what I want. And I want to help you get what you want. So when we go through shit, we get stressed, we're tired, we're hungry, we're sleep-deprived, or we just, hey, some days we just can't be bothered. We lose focus of what we want, and we fall to medi- uh, mediocrity. We don't want to be normal. <laughs> we want to chase that vision that we all have deep inside, Okay. You don't want to lose focus. You want to realize what you want and you want to get after it. You deserve to, You deserve it. We all do. Okay, but it takes hard work, it takes discipline and I have a lot of tools and principles that I use personally uh, to, to, to get through it and to get after it. Now, it, it doesn't all come easy but if you're interested in, in learning those, please hit me up at Relentless Coach shake. or you can get to my website brelentless.com.au just get in touch there if you if you want to work together and you want to learn these principles other than that that's all I got for you you know I'm I'm super again I'm just super proud of all the the guys and girls from relentless school of pro wrestling and and all the talent and staff that were a part of mayhem pro all the friends family fans clients that came out and supported the show it it meant a lot it was a great sold out show and man i just it, it was just overwhelming and it just yeah everything ran smoothly and we're just super proud of everyone super happy to be able to provide that platform for our students to to help perfect their craft and get after it and work in front of a live crowd there will be more to come which will be announced soon we can talk a little bit more wrestling next time but hope you got a lot out of that building your way to a perfect chin-up or making them harder to be able to do more of them (laughs) and go get what you want and if you want to learn the tools and principles please get in touch at relentlesscoachjake or at berelentless.com.au thanks a lot guys keep getting after it and remember to be relentless